Welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 206. We're doing this uh, Sunday night at 1030. Uh, we have a couple series that have recently closed out. We have a lot to talk about with the first round of playoffs. Myself, I just want to say how happy I am that playoffs are back um, and uh, how happy I am that everybody loved my Can I Boost review. So I'm just going to get that fucking right out of the way. Here we go. This is the Can I Boost Focus and Energize CBD Sublingual Oil. That's one take. I, I already I already did the thing because I, I messed up the um, the child proof lock thing, so I already had that ready to go. Here we go. All right, all right. Uh huh. That's promo code TMS twenty five to save twenty five percent off your order at canibrands.com. Focus and energize. I'm gonna need it because there's been a lot of things going on. Uh, I have a mullet. That's 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 a new one. <laughs> we're gonna get that out of the way. I bought a guitar today. I'm gonna learn how to play guitar. Uh, this weekend's been crazy, dude. Ever since I've been off the lettuce, I've just been on the sauce heavily. So it seems like every night I'm having a fire and just drinking like third, I don't know, like ten beers, and that's been fun. Listening to a lot of new country music. That's been kind of cool. I uh, played a little bit of hockey today with uh, DJ Zumi. That was pretty decent. And then this week's probably just another hockey co-ed softball filled week, dude. And just grinding away how how's everything going with you buddy it's good bro i mean i just i just listened to you for two minutes introduce yourself yeah um which was exciting stay hot yeah i kind of i find it interesting that you don't trust yourself to be able to open a child uh a childproof container in one take. <clears throat> well i did it last week and it rattled my cage so i went to do it again today and it rattled me again so i just kept it open mullet mullet's a good look um Appreciate that. I like the mullet. I like your attitude and where your head's at. Positivity, uh, dude. That's another thing I just want to bring into our listeners right now. If you have shitty people or shitty situations going on in your life, guess what you do? Tell it to kick fucking rocks, dude. That's kind of what I've been doing here the last couple months. And I'm telling you, it's starting to work, dude. Positivity. And then it just branches off to everybody else. It's, it's good vibes, man. Not to be negative, uh, but I'm just not a believer you're going to be a guitar player. Why? Because, dude, that's hard, bro. Like, you have to put a lot of time into playing guitar. Like, if you play guitar for, like, a year straight, you can start talking to me about being a guitar player. But, like, until <laughs> yeah, then, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm not going to bring it. I promise you I won't bring it up until, like, I'm capable of, like, really start. But, yeah. That, How long do I mean, you have a Cat's photo? out of the bag. Cat's out of the bag. I don't really have a gig right now other than this podcast. I am I am going to be a mailman. That's kind of what I'm going to be end up doing. But I have a whole lot of time on my hands. So I'm just going to start strumming the guitar, dude. How long till you have like a social media post with you holding it? No, that won't, that won't happen. The only Never time I'll have a social – no, no. The only time I'll have a social media post with me with a guitar in hand is like if the boys are at like a bonfire and like somebody took a picture. Like I, it, that would never be me like – I can't do that, dude. When I think I'd be good camping, at it, but I couldn't face the scrutiny from the boys. When we go camping, like, end of June, are you going to bring the guitar? Can you play one song around the campfire? I, I'll try my best. I know. Uh, What's your first song that you're going to learn? Do you know? <laughs> I mean, I already kind of know Sweet Home Alabama. I've been listening to a lot of Tyler Childers recently. I'd really like to learn a couple of his songs, but um, I don't know, dude. I, uh, I'll take requests. So. Interesting shit. There's one more thing I wanted to address before we went to NHL in the news. Um, speaking of negativity, I just felt that there was a certain writer in our group chat that was giving me negative energy during Bruins Capitals games. Um, some people might have thought it was a sour move, uh, but I, I just removed myself from the morning skate group chat. Um, I just nope. didn't want to Nobody hear it. said a word, by the way. 
Like I, I think there were there were tons of texts going on during that time. That was like the perfect Irish goodbye of getting out because I people still don't know you're not in it. <laughs> That's good to know. I I just I just every I think it was after game one or game two. I got frazzled. I got into an argument with our Capitals writer. I got triggered online. Um, that's just not leadership. Uh, so as soon he threw out a text, like pretty quickly after, uh, Dmitry Orlov threw a hit on Kevin Miller, which we'll get into. And I was just like, you know what? I don't need this in my life right now. I, I removed myself from the group chat and the Bruins one in five. So good day. I mean, I, uh, it's hard dude, because I, lo- I really enjoy watching TJ Oshie play hockey. Like I think he's so creative and he plays the game the right way. And like, you can tell, like, there are there are a few times he drive the net and like the Boston Bruins defensemen like go push him out, but then they like kind of give him a tap on the shoulder, like, hey, thanks for not being a complete dickhead. Uh and th- so they have like players like that. I loved Carl Hagelin on the Rangers, but dude, any team that Tom Wilson's on, that they will be my number one hated team. So was we're we're gonna get all into that. We Can I just throw it out there right too? I thought it was funny. I kind of felt like um, you know, as a co-founder of this podcast, I would say this is your brand now, this is your company. Because you do everything, and I just show up to the podcast once a week. But as a co-founder, um, I felt like the writers were giving me wet willies in the locker room, uh, and you just kind of sat there, very similar to the Tom Wilson incident, with no response. I didn't know what to do during that situation, dude. <laughs> I had no idea. Because if I came to your defense, we would have both been called pussies. It would have been, oh, Ken, Ken and Hal are a bunch of pussies. And, and you want to know what, dude? Like, you knew what was going to happen in this series. Like we had already talked about this and you told me one of the things that you were looking forward to was going at it with disco Bruins capitals. And that's exactly what happened. I'm just going to throw this one out there too. I guess so. Uh, our Dallas stars writer. Thank you are on my list. I saw you disco side. Uh, people don't forget. Think I have a long memory elephants, right? You're elephants. a grudge guy. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm the grudge guy. I literally just started talking to biz dev like two days ago. Shout out to Biz Dev Dale. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just there's been a lot. And you know, before we get into NHL in the news, do we want to talk about Mayor Beast Town? If you want, sure. You want to give it a little shout out. So Feverboy Rex the other day hit up the boys and we're like, hey, there's this new show on HBO. Check it out. It's called Mayor of East Town. And essentially, pretty much all of us stopped exactly what we're doing, started watching this, and it is an unbelievable show. It's I don't isn't it Delaware, dude? Isn't it in Pennsylvania? Like people keep using this word Delco, and I don't know what that means. Yeah, Delco is like the Philly area. I'm pretty sure it's like Delaware, Philly. I don't know. I think it's in PA. Okay. Uh, no spoilers, but it's a good show. I no mean, spoilers. I agree. It's a good well, show. It's it's a mystery. Uh, like some girls are taken. There, there's this girl investigator, and she's kind of a loose cannon. She vapes a lot, and I mean, yeah, probably the most vaping I've ever seen in a show. By like a main character, like I think the most vaping. vaping I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's aggressive. Um, I, I it's I real vaping like, too. Like that's I, not fake. She's like really sucking in on that thing. Yeah, shout out Kate Winslet. Uh, can I just throw out there though, if that show has a terrible ending, I might end up hating it. Like, yeah, I, we still don't know the outcome. Like, do we know if there's going to be another season? No clue. And also, how as as this podcast is going on, if I kind of go off on a tangent or whatever, can you do me a huge favor and just keep updating Twitter to see what ended up happening between the Jets and the Oilers tonight? Because the Oilers were up four to one, and the Jets came back to tie. It's almost as if they had if they had a competent goalie, they'd probably which we'll get into. Um, everything would be wrapped up, but let's just kind of get into it. Let's do our NHL in the news. 
Oh, I also, uh, before we do NHL the news, I did release two TikToks this week. I don't know if you saw them or not. Pretty good. Pretty funny. So You're back on TikTok? I'm back on the talk, dude. I'm back dude, on the talk. I have a, I have a supporter of my talk and the mullet. She says it's funny. So I'm just fucking going for it. So, so let my light shine through. I feel like if I feel like TikTok's probably gonna be the first place people see your guitar. I can see you maybe using it in TikTok. <clears throat> Dude, I just don't think I don't have the balls to put that out there in front of you guys. Like I don't. Like if you guys weren't my friends, that'd be something I'd probably do. But I, I can't. Got to keep you in check, dude. I, I can't be being called like guitar kid or, or anything along those lines. But NHL in the news time. <clears throat> I can't wait till you cover like until like I go on Facebook one day. I go on Facebook like once a month and there's like a Facebook video and it's Ked uh, up in his room like covering like a Ked, Kid Rock song with like six likes. Maybe my stage name could be Ked Rock. Ked Rock. Yeah, you probably get ceased and desist, but who knows? I'll say this. I'll say this. If I end up playing out like in a function, the only place I will play at is the I go in. I yeah, well, let's worry about you learning the chords though before we start fucking. I already know how to play Sweet Home Alabama. I took guitar lessons as a kid. It should be like riding a bike. I, I had to quit guitar lessons because the guy kept hitting on my mom like directly in front of me. I'm like, I don't fucking want this anymore. But like, I think I'm going to be able to bring this around. We'll see, bro. All right, NHL on the news. We'll start with the North Division. There really haven't been that many games because of everything that's kind of gone on with, with COVID and all that stuff. But <clears throat> right now, uh, we're going to start off with Toronto and Montreal. The series is tied 1-1. Uh, first game, Montreal won 2-1. Second game, Toronto won 5-1. I mean, let's just start it off, man. John Tavares was like, he got fucked up, man. And watching it on TV, that was one of the most gruesome things I've seen. It wasn't like there was blood spilling out, but like when he went to get up and like he fell over and shit, like, dude, I was heavily concerned for the well-being of him. Um, it came out that, you know... It, I think it's just a concussion. He also sustained a, a knee injury on the play. Um, but it's good to hear that, you know, things seem to be going well over there. You hate you hate seeing shit like that. And well, yeah, I thought, like, so the initial play itself was pretty gruesome. But, like, when you're on Twitter, the second video that was going around when he, like, holds, like, a chair, like, that that video was fucked. Uh, oh, it was yeah. I, I have two things on this. The first thing. Don't be putting that video out there because, like, it's fucked up, dude. He has family. He has fucking friends. Like, you can show the first video. The first video was bad enough. The second video where he, like, folded over, that was really bad. My second thing, I hate the people that say take that video off the internet. Everybody gets it, dude. Like, your your opinion is not that much cooler than anybody else's using different words saying get rid of it. And stop saying that to get fucking clicks. That also pissed me off. What do you think uh, What do you think about the – I think it was, like, the Toronto Sun had, like, that photo of him. Captain Crunch. I thought, dude. Very New York Post. I know that we are very hard on Dubis, but like seeing his reaction and seeing him literally go running down the fucking stairs and like him him being interviewed afterwards, he's like, listen, like I had to be around there because somebody needs to be able to update the family. Like if that was me, I would hope somebody would update my family. I thought that was cool as shit, dude. Because like it was weird, dude. It kind of really brought everything into perspective in terms of like hockey is just a sport. There's way more. Like uh, that could have been catastrophic. Like that could have been really, really fucking bad. And the way Dubas handled it, he even came out with something that pretty much called them like Bush league, which I love seeing that. Um, how can you, I don't know. 
like especially Can in 2021 with everybody getting canceled and like humanity and shit like that how do you have the balls to put out something that says captain crunch with a picture of the toronto maple leafs captain like bundled on the ice that makes no sense agree i agree i thought it was a stupid move i don't know i hope i glad to hear it wasn't like as severe as we thought hope he gets better hope they don't rush him back either like they won't that it your, I, yeah um I think everyone's in agree- agreement, right? That was not a dirty play by Corey Perry. The he interesting- had no lane, dude. He had yeah. no lane. Yeah, I don't think any- – I hope no one's arguing that point. But the weird thing to me, so after that, Felino fights Perry. Yep. I like, I think Felino's quote after was like, our captain was on the ice. We had to do it. I pe- People kind of gave Felino heat, and they're like, Perry shouldn't have to fight for that. And I kind of agree with that, but I just feel like – Going back to like the Rangers Capital stuff, like policing the game, I feel like that game calmed down so much more after that fight. Like I and I know it's kind of pointless or seems stupid, but like if there isn't that fight, the next time someone did something ratty, it was gonna get out of hand. And for the most part, the series really didn't heat up till game two. So like I feel like it kind of it like completed that. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of that had to do with both teams seeing a dude get fucked up on the ice everybody in shock like what the fuck just happened and i think that was felino being like we still have a hockey game to play and i think he even said like he knew perry didn't do it on purpose like he didn't think it was intentional i think he did it to get everybody kind of back into the vibe that like okay guys we still have to play another 50 minutes of hockey exactly yeah and it didn't really work um you could tell i think the Leafs were just kind of rattled the whole game uh but he tried I didn't, I didn't hate it at all. And Perry wasn't pissed off about it either. Like, and that's another thing, dude, like the players aren't pissed. You shouldn't be pissed. No, agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, Montreal ended up taking game one. Uh, that Paul Byron goal was sick. (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe Paul Byron's still around. He had been like the taxi squad guy for a while for them. Like, you know, it doesn't seem like Paul Byron was like harassing the Rangers in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there the story about Paul Byron? Is Paul Byron the guy where, like, someone, some fan when he was in Calgary made, like, this highlight tape about how Paul Byron gets a 1,000 breakaways but never scores? And I think, like, I think like a scout for the Habs saw it, and that's the reason they signed him with some fan's YouTube video showing how many breakaways Paul Byron got. <coughs> I don't know if that's true, but let's roll with that. I'm good with that. Uh, game two, So, game two was the complete opposite, though, right? So, Leafs kind of just wipe out the Habs. Basically what everyone was expecting. I think from the Habs, that remember, so they benched Koken Yemi and Caulfield in game one uh, and someone else too, I think. Maybe not. Koken Yemi got back in game two, and I know he scored a goal. So that's nice to see for Habs fans. But I just think the, the Leafs are too good. Like uh, William Nylander, I think, might have been the most impressive Leaf so far in the series. I think he's, he's good. He's been buzzing. Right, and he kind of gives them that, that extra line of depth where you have Marner, uh, you have Marner and Matthews together, and now no Tavares, but he still looked good, so that's good to see. And then you see, like, the stuff at the end of the game. I just think, like, Wayne Simmons was bowling around – who was it? Edmondson. He was bowling around Edmondson <laughs> as the game ended, and, like, that's something the Leafs have never had, and now you combine that with that speed. I think this is going to be an easy series for them. You know, it could be – my only argument with that is – Harry Price? That's it. Because you want to know what, dude? Like, yeah, Toronto definitely played better in game two. If Carey Price didn't play like Carey Price in Game One, Toronto would have won Game One. Like I, to me, I think Carey Price stole Game One. Yeah, so and, and it was kind of like everybody who hates the fact that the players think that he's the best goalie and like you're yeah. on a computer and you've not you've never played in the National League and like you're like oh Carey Price sucks. Like 
Carey Price stole game one. Like, that's what the Canadians need to have happen. Can he do it three more times? Probably not. But, like, who fucking knows, dude? Yeah, and that's I think that's the point, too. It's not that I think Carey Price is still an elite goalie. It's just that I think Carey Price was an elite goalie, and he's older, but he could get hot. I feel like if he puts his mind to it, I like that they gave him the conditioning stint in the AHL. And then, like, before the series, there was this video of him. He led in a goal in practice, and he just fucking unleashed yeah. on the crossbar. Like, he seemed locked in. He had a good game in game one. So, I agree. Like, he is the X factor. 100%. But, I mean, Toronto, I think, is clearly the better team if you were to put. Although, dude, Josh Anderson, man, fuck, that guy's awesome to watch. He is a bull. He's a fucking bull on skates, dude. He is what Tom Wilson should be. Yeah, I guess. I guess. he. Well, they kind of play the same game. Like, they both – the thing about Anderson and Wilson that they're so similar in is they when they have like straight a, straight ahead speed they are so fast get off the tracks dude yeah and like they're a bull it's it's sick to see it's like it's like when you have like a Jerome Bettis running back you know what I mean like a bruiser um, but they just fly and then they both have pretty good shots so I mean that's what I see in comparison I think Anderson just doesn't hit as much and obviously not dirty but yeah um one other really quick thing I really wish there were fans for this series like it sucks that there's no fans with toronto and montreal i hate that but i'm really confused because now like i think msg like the knicks had like a sold out game tonight like the mecca it's crazy i don't i feel like but i feel like if new york city has sold out games like why does every other city not at this point or is that a change it's no that's countries canada's still super locked down oh i know of canada canada still stands no chance i was just thinking the other teams yeah i mean uh, we'll, we'll go and see carolina was pretty packed but uh that was the first game. Check your phone as I break down the second game or the second series in the North Division. This is Edmonton and Winnipeg. Winnipeg has a 2 nothing lead on uh, the series. It might be over at this point. How's checking that? Um, the first game, Winnipeg won 4-1. The second game, Winnipeg won 1-0 in overtime off of an absolute muffin from, from the sidewall. Uh and they were up four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers scored in overtime, second of the game. So the Jets are up 3-0 on the Oilers. Yeah. So to me, and I don't, I don't know if I'm just overthinking this, but this is so far the biggest surprise to me that this series is 3-0. So easily. So you just kind of look at it like McDavid shut down the first couple of games. And to me, that was the big issue is their stars weren't scoring. And then tonight, Dreisaitl had two. McDavid assisted on both. You saw their bottom bottom pair guys score with Cassie and Kahara. I don't know, man. I, Connor Hellebuck's an unbelievable goaltender, and I think we said before that would kind of be the X factor. And I don't really know if you want to get into this, but I think this series basically comes down to it's Connor Hellebuck versus Mike Smith, and we probably should have seen this coming. Yeah, and you want to know what? I don't think Mike Smith has played terrible. I got a lot of heat on a tweet that I put out after Winnipeg won in, in game two, one nothing. Uh, Cause I thought that was like the fucking poor shot ever to let in. And everybody's like, Oh, Mike Smith's been great. All the stars are gone, whatever. <clears throat> and then I just kind of followed up. Like if you think you're going to win a Stanley cup with Mike Smith and that you, you, I just, I feel bad for you. And that, and like, Dude, Mike Smith's awesome. Like he's a fucking gritty goalie. Loves playing the puck. Like back in his heydays, he was definitely like, He's kind of electric to watch, right? But you look at these other teams with like these other goalies and shit. That's not going to win you a cup, dude. And it wasn't. I mean, it's not. I agree because I think the issue with a goalie like Mike Smith is he played a very solid game. And what was that game too? Um, 
but he let in a softie in overtime. Like, and people were trying to stick up for it, saying it wasn't a soft goal. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that that's that shot saved probably I'd say eighty five out of a hundred times. Shout out, shout out to our buddy Karski who texts us about games. He bet the Oilers like right before the playoffs started. I know he put money on the Oilers to win the cup. Uh, he put money on the Oilers to win the series. Put it money on the Oilers all three games so far too. And after game two, he told me he was going to put his life on the Oilers. So hopefully he didn't do that because that's tough, dude. And that's like, I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss for this series, honestly. Did, did you see, I wanted to bring this up. Maybe I can read it really quick. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Blake Wheeler. I know you love Blake Wheeler. I'm not like, a Blake Wheeler fan. Well, because you had to deal with him when he was a fucking rookie dick. Yeah, exactly. So, but his quote on Hellebuck, he's the reason we have a chance. He's the reason we're a playoff team and the reason we have confidence every time we go out there. Uh, it pretty much not wrong, dude. You look, at the, you look at Winnipeg's defense. They should not be fucking in these games. Does it hurt at all to see Neil Pionk out there just fucking wiping the... Dude, a little bit, man. Like, Neil Pionk's a pretty decent defenseman in the NHL now. Crazy to think about, too, because if you look at... Not to make this Ranger-centric, but if you have Fox on the first unit and then you had Pionk on the second, or even the first, because I feel like you get sick of Truba, that would probably be a game-changer for the Rangers. Yeah, it's hard. yeah, but then it's hard because Truba is supposed to log those big minutes and be physical and all this stupid shit that everybody says he does, but... You're right. It's it's good for good for Neil Pionk though, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll never forget the spinorama goal he scored against the Canadians a few. Good years for ago. Neil. Um, so Winnipeg's up three nothing. Jeez, fuck. <laughs> well, I lost that one. Uh, we're gonna move on to the East. <clears throat> Pittsburgh and New York are tied two to two. Uh, game one, the Islanders won four three in overtime. Pittsburgh then won two one five four, and the Islanders came back and won four to one. Uh, the Islanders leading scorers, Mayfield and Pajot, they both have four points. Pittsburgh leading scorer, and I just want to pat myself on the back because I said that this was the best deadline pickup of the deadline. Jeff Carter has three goals and an assist in the series. I think he adds that extra dimension down the middle, dude. He's won cups before. He's, he's played pretty good hockey for the Penguins. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about, the Jets' offensive line pounding beers was awesome. The dude with the mullet wearing the number 67 jersey, I don't know who that was. But uh, Dan Feeney, Dan Feeney, Indiana University. I um, yeah, I two, I had two points on that one. If if you're a Jets fan though, Zach Wilson, your new quarterback, he looked like such a squid standing there. No, he, he felt dude. so uncomfortable when he pounded that beer. He didn't see you don't see that type of action at BYU. You know what I mean? That's like true. you come from you come from BYU. I don't know where he grew up. Probably like Utah or like Nevada or California. Uh, and then you get drafted by the Jets. Next thing you know, you're at you're in fucking Nassau County on the island at a playoff game, and your offensive line's chugging beers. That's a long way from home. <sighs> You're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. Uh, we talked about this. I am going to be a little bit of a Jets fan this year. Uh, but, yeah. You, do you have a take? And then there was uh, it's like offensive lineman beer chugging season. The guy, Tara Luan, the offensive lineman for the Titans. Titans, yep, at the Preds game. I don't know. Did you see that one? Do you have a favorite chug? I mean, I like the one dude in the 67 jersey with the mullet because I have a mullet and 67 is my favorite number. However, the guy in the Predators had a shirt off and he had tattoos fucking everywhere. And that guy is a party. So I thought the funniest part about that, too, is they showed a video. He was like with his kid at that game. Like his little, <laughs> his little yeah, kid was like on his lap before that. And then he's like, I got to chug a beer. So 
wanted your take on that. Uh, is, there, is there is there any other position in sports that you'd rather hang out with than an offensive lineman? Like, I feel like they are just fucking nails. Good point. I mean, that's a good point, dude. I feel like maybe like I feel like offensive linemen in the NFL are the comparable to fourth liners in the NHL. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about getting beat up because they're bigger than literally everybody where you're at. Locker room guys. Locker room guys, dude. Um, Back to Penn Wiles. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have a take on this. I think this is the closest series, like yeah, team wise. It's not a one four series, like a true one four series. I comes down to me to goaltending. I mean, like Tristan Jari. I think it was game one sucked. He has the weirdest glove in the league. Like it's yeah. non-existent. I don't know. He came back. He had game two, 37 saves. He's looked good. Last two games, last Islander wins, uh, Sorokin's been in that. God or I had Sorokin. I thought he was better than Varlamov to begin with. So, so I kind of felt good about that. Uh, do you have a take on that? Like goaltending? Like I think now if Sorokin's, I, I forget the stats, but he has crazy stats last two games. Islanders like, have a, Islanders have better goaltending, but Pittsburgh has Sidney Crosby. I can't bet against Sidney Crosby. He's done yeah. it so many fucking times, dude. You know, and Malkin's but, kind of a weird one now, though. Like his like counterpart good play. anymore. So he had two assists in Game Three, and then uh, in Game Four he had three penalties. I think uh, just like stupid Malkin penalties. So I can't I can't get a read on him. I'm watching these games, and Malkin's on the ice. It doesn't even look like he wants to be out there. Yeah, I know. Maybe it's the end of Malkin, like, being a superstar. Like, you still have Crosby. It might also just be because, like, Crosby hasn't aged at all and Malkin's aging like a normal person, you know? Yeah. Because he's not there in years. Um, I don't know. I was I was kind of blown away by that because the Malkin that I've been watching in this series isn't the Malkin that I've been watching the last however many years he's been in the league. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, two other things. Uh, Islander, Looking at the Islanders, I thought Pelik and Pollock started to play better. I, they're like considered like an underrated defensive pair, I think, in the NHL. So I think that'll be big. Islanders uh, are really good at getting those underrated defensemen. Yes, 100%. They're very good at that. Right. Uh, and then for a little bit, I don't know if this is going to be a line, but it was Wallstrom, the scientist, Brock Nelson, your boy, and Barzell. And they were kind of buzzing together. That looked Wallstrom like looks good, dude. Yeah, I know. He looks better and better every time I yeah. see him. He really he, – he looks like he has a uh, – What's the word I'm looking for? Like, he has an impact on the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is pretty good for a rookie. So, I don't know. I don't know how this one's going to go. I'm not going to bet against Sidney Crosby. That's all I'm going to say. What did you Uh, end up picking in this one? I think you flip flopped. I flip flopped. I ended up going Pittsburgh. All right. (laughs) Um, All right. Here we go. Time to take out the lotion, Hal. Uh, Washington, Boston. Uh, The Bees won the series 4 1. Uh, Washington's leading scorer. I mean, this might not be updated, but it was Ovechkin. McAvoy had five assists. Washington took game one, three, two in overtime. Then the Bees won four, three, and three, two, both in overtime. And then four, one, three, one. Um, what, what, what was your biggest takeaway on this? Were you at all concerned throughout this series? Yeah, I said I was probably concerned until tonight. Like, when you guys turn- went up three, one, three, one compared to two, two is huge. Which I mean, obviously it is, but like in my mind, that is, I mean, how many teams are going to come back from three one? No, I agree. And the first first three games went into overtime too, so it's not like the Bruins were heavily out playing. You know? right. Like to me, my takeaway is most of the games, first three games, uh, it was heavy back and forth, and I thought I thought the Capitals like showed how great of a team they were. I don't really think they played bad. Game four, the Bruins dominated, and then game five, like 
Capos had like 40-something shots on net, but they never really had quality chances. Uh, the Bruins just kind of looked like they sat back. So I don't know. I don't know if the Capitals like were injured or banged up, but game one they were like thumping hard, and it just seemed like every single game after that there was less and less hitting from the Caps. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with Tom Wilson being afraid of being suspended. <laughs> um, so if you want to thank me now, you can, because when you were talking about the Mickey Mouse statement that the Rangers came out, you had to think that probably played somewhat of a role in Wilson not playing Wilson-type style hockey. Uh, I don't know. I have, I have a few things. If I was a Bruins fan, I'd be happy about. I thought Taylor Hall was excellent. I thought he was very, very good. Bergeron tonight, I mean, dude, that's why he's your captain. Like, just leading by example. I thought DeBrusque looked a lot better in the playoffs than he did in the regular season. Uh, Curtis Lazar is a fucking animal guy. He just four checks his ass off. Your defense looked really good. Tugarask, I mean, Tugarask played. There's nothing Haggerty can say bad about him this series. Um, I think all your question marks that you kind of had coming in ended up panning out. Yeah, right? and and here's one for you. I mean, if you play the Islanders, it'll probably be physical. But I don't know if any other series that you're going to play right now is going to be as physical as the Capitals. Like you got that out of the way, and you got that out of the way early, which is going to be nice for you too. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think like we and we survived them in five games, so it's not that big of a beating. Like I said it before, I wanted to just rip the bandaid off and play the Caps first. We did. Uh, we lost Kevin Miller, which sucks. Uh, to that hit. Do you have a take on that hit? Like. So he comes over. NHL is fucking so ass backwards, dude. He <laughs> yeah. hit him in the head. Like, he hit him in the head. And he jumped with his no, hand. No suspension. Did he get a penalty? He got, like, a. it was originally five minutes, and then they downgraded it. Oh, they reviewed it, it, and then, oh, my God. Gave it four minutes. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. I thought, to me, I thought that was, like, a game suspension because I think – it was definitely – I thought it was a hit to the head, even though people don't think so. I know that he hit his head when he hit the ice, which might be where most of the concussion came from, but still a dirty fucking hit. So I thought that was stupid. Um, yeah, a lot of positives, though. I'll rip through a couple of my positives. McAvoy uh, was the best player for the Bruins probably. Analytics look great. He's looking like Adam Fox analytic-wise right now, offensively Almost. too. No, I think it's – dude, like right now, like – McAvoy's like expected goals per something is like double Kale McCarr and double everybody else. So uh, he's in his own uncharted territory. And Adam Fox has never done it in the playoffs. Uh, Connor Clifton came in after game one when was on, got an injury, hurt his hand. Hopefully he's okay uh, now that Miller's out. But uh, he came in first game. I think it was like I sent this to Disco. He thought I was fucking stupid for it. Uh, he played six minutes of ice against Ovechkin, like one on one, five on five, six. Uh, Two shots on goal, no goals. Like, shut him down. Game four, he had, like, three huge blocks in a row. Bench went nuts. There was a quote before game four, too, where Marshan was just talking about how they all love Cliffy. He's a true professional. So just to see him, like, come in as the seventh defenseman, and, like, it sucks we have these injuries, but I'm actually happy Clifton's in the lineup. He looked great. Um, Dude, Nick Ritchie's way cooler when he's doing Nick Ritchie shit not against your team. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny just because, like – I don't know. He has this weird face. I thought him – so I thought Richie and Chris Wagner, who's really not that tough, actually did a pretty good job, like, handling uh, Wilson. They both seemed to piss him off quite a bit. Like you said, Wilson definitely scared of getting suspended. I thought the douchiest player on the Cavs was Garnet Hathaway. I've said this a thousand times. Uh, but in game four, he headlocked Bergeron on a play. 
uh, and the Caps got a penalty, and the Bruins scored, and he literally he played like he had a leash around his neck. He didn't do anything else. So I don't Warren know. Hathaway would be a perfect Boston Bruin. Yeah, dude. The, honestly, like the Capitals are a really good team. I think if you ask me what their problem is, they don't have like a good third line. Like they have to have Daniel Sprong playing top six minutes. Michael Roffel, I thought he was terrible. They were giving Irrelevant. him a lot of props. Irrelevant. And their goaltending wasn't really that great either. That Bergeron no. goal tonight when he like took maybe two strides inside the blue line and scored, that can't happen in a must-win game. Their fourth line was great, though. I thought Nick Dowd was like 25. He's like 30, so that kind of blew my mind. Um, did you did you see – so after the overtime goal where there was like that miscommunication uh, behind oh, yeah. Ovechkin like yelled at him in Russian, like, good luck sleeping tonight, bitch. Like, something <laughs> like that. Was that true? Was that a real translation? I don't know. That I saw it on a post. It might not be. If it's not, that's <laughs> hilarious. Whoever came up with that. Can you imagine if someone's just pretending to be a Russian interpreter out there? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I go 50-50 on this because normally I feel like if I, if I was on a team and a captain screamed at a goalie like that, I'd be like, bro, like, chill the fuck out, like shit happens like everyone made mistakes like in new york in new, in, in new york you get canceled right <laughs> so but for ovechkin he's the captain and samsonov's russian and like remember earlier in the year all the russians were hanging out with each other and getting in trouble for it so like yeah. i feel like they're probably boys and i feel like it's like russian culture where like, <laughs> like it doesn't matter up. you know what i mean like if <laughs> yeah. that was anybody else it would be fucked but because it was samsonov and ovechkin it was probably okay yeah, I don't know. It would that was that was kind of crazy. I don't know if I don't know if somebody was trolling us with that, but um, good for the bees. We'll see what happens oh, they play next next uh, next round. But I I I knew that you were going to podcast tonight when they won, so that made me feel good. Um, we're going to move on. This series to me has also been a giant like shocker. Uh, Carolina Nashville is tied two two. Uh, Carolina won game one. 5-2 and game two, three, nothing. The Nashville won five, four and four, three and double overtime, both games to tie up the series. We both took Carolina. And I think we both took Carolina with like an asterisk saying, we really hope that this doesn't happen. I love the fact that the predators are making this a series. We talked about the offensive lineman who's going fucking ape shit. Nashville, I think would be such a cool place to play hockey. Like it, I don't know, just sick vibes there. Philip Forsberg. You want to know what, you know how we always talk about underrated players. I would put him in the top three of the most underrated player in the National Hockey League. He is so fucking good, and, like, people don't talk about him ever. Yeah, and I think – didn't he, like, miss a ton of games before the playoffs or something like that, too? Well, I don't know. All he's he's done is come in and score big goals. Sick mustache. Great mustache. Great celebrations. No, he's an electric player. He's kind of like the anti-predator. Yeah, and I like Victor Arberton. And I I don't know. What what do you have on this series? Uh – you know, I wanted Rod the Bod to coach the Rangers, but after Rod the Bod came out and said that the refs are kind of screwing him, I don't know if I want a coach that's, that's going to immediately blame the refs when you're not even through the first round of the playoffs. That's true. You can't pull that card out too or, early. Like, yeah, dude, you got to keep that in your back pocket at least for the fucking semis. <laughs> yeah, good point, dude. That's just the boy who cried wolf if you use it every fucking game. Right. Like, I think the Predators had the least, second to least amount of points of any team that got into the playoffs or something like that. Um, you can't be, you can't be kind of like pulling that card first round. I agree, dude. Yo, this, where did this goalie come from? You, Carolina's goalie. Oh, all year Nick, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, what the fuck is he new? I I wrote down notes for this series. I can't. I still can't pronounce 
his name. That's what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't, I don't know. I think he, so he's been a prospect for a few years. Like they've had the Reimer, uh, Mrazic situation going. He's a younger goalie. He looks okay, but like, I just feel like everyone acted like the Hurricanes were such this fucking, uh, like power of the team. And, they just overlook the fact that the Hurricanes still have not solved goaltending. Like, I, I guess you can't blame it on him, but to me, and I said this before, if the Predators stood a chance of winning the series, UC Saros would have to be electric. I think he stopped 110 of his last 117 shots. Like, not bad. Out, out doing the Hurricanes goaltending. So you get that. And then, like, I don't know. To me, the Preds, like, you look at that lineup, it's just dumb contract after dumb contract with, like, Johansson. And Duchesne, but Duchesne, that overtime goal, sick. Celebration and how sick. much, how much poise do you have to have going in there and just flipping that puck over, over the fucking blocker like that? Unreal. Yeah, people forget Duchesne just likes to play his guitar. I think, and that's why he went to Nashville too. So he's probably loving the playoffs. But that was a sick goal. And then uh, Luke Cunin or Cunin uh, scored an OT. I think it was today, right? Wasn't that yep. game earlier today? Yep. That was sick. I don't know if you saw his celly. He went with like the excited dive into the boys' celly. I thought that was sick. Um, that celly's so much cooler when you don't fall on the ice, though. And yeah, and I would say that's probably the first series where a team's like truly benefited from like a home ice advantage. Yeah. No, for sure. And I, both ways, right? Because Carolina for, took the first to a home, Nashville took the next to a home. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. I still think. I still think the Hurricanes are going to pull out this series, but I mean, maybe a couple back-to-back OT goals breaks their back. Who knows? Dude, it's got to be hard playing back-to-back double overtimes and losing and being like, okay, now we have to fucking do this again. Yeah, that's tough. But I, they also might feel like they're just fucking due, you know? Yeah, it could be. Um, we're gonna go into the next series. I took Florida like a fucking idiot. Uh, Tampa is up three-one. Kucherov has nine points, three goals, six assists. He hasn't played all year. Don't worry about it though, because the cap works out in the playoffs. I am so over this Tampa Bay Lightning team. I kind of knew this whole cap thing was happening until the playoffs started, and now that it has started and I see what they did, I fucking hate this team. And John Cooper, another guy in the fucking thing, telling the NHL that the refs need to be better. Bro, you're up 3-1. Like, what? (laughs) Again, why are these coaches pulling this out first round? Because I guess they can just pull it out all the time. Now that the New York Rangers make fucking Facebook statuses about it, everyone's again, again you're welcome for, for pretty much just taking Tom Wilson out of the series. So, yeah, uh, no, I, I Jonathan I, Huberto has eight points, by the way, and another underrated player. He is nasty, super good. And I, he's really good, dude. Like I thought, the Panthers looked great the first couple of games. You look at that one game when Sam Bennett took that late penalty. They <laughs> score on the power play. That was stupid. He got suspended. Dude, what a hit. Oh, my yeah. God. I know, but it's like the timing of that is tough. He took two yeah. penalties that they scored on the power play in, like, back-to-back games. Yeah. One of the worst feelings. Uh, I You got to think, like, I always forget Ekblad should have been on the Panthers this year. That would make a huge difference. Yandel got scratched. Um, apparently, that not affect his record, which That's is kind so of That's so stupid. <laughs> not so against Keith Yandel, but, like. Is that I love Keith Yandel, Yandel, but, dude, he got scratched. Yeah, you got scratched. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, you're, a, I guess it's irrelevant now. You're a Ryan Lomberg fan. Yeah, big time. Ironic Thunder. Didn't know it until this series. Um, what a rat he is. After every whistle, that guy's fucking involved in something. I, I'm not saying he's Sean Avery, but it's kind of nice to see again. Yep, he's got the. I told Ken this too. He got kicked out of UMaine for assaulting someone in an incident over a dog. Yep. Um, I can say that because I think he pled guilty, so I don't think it's allegedly. Um, 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, you talk about that. How many dudes in the NHL have a rap sheet? Filing for bankruptcy, is that a rap sheet? No. No, it's not. It could be. That's a tough question. I, but then you'd be like, Jack Johnson has a has a rap sheet. Like, I don't think he does. He's clean. Yeah, he's too clean. So, I don't think that counts. Um, Spencer Knight starting game five. St- that's crazy. Just like the fact that you have to have Bob, who looks so bad's contract, uh, and he's got Ten like million. $10 million for like five more years. Dude, and they drafted. They drafted Spencer Knight in the first round. Ten days later, they signed Bob to a fucking seven. Year, I think it was seven years, ten million dollars a year. And look who's playing now. So that's oh my crazy. God. I never believed in the other guy either. Dra- Drager. He had a good regular season, but like I don't know if he's going to carry you in there. The one concern I had for a second was Vasilevsky looked just as shaky the first couple of games, and like I've never seen that from Vasilevsky because he literally looks like a robot. Yeah. Um, but he bounced back. I think he had a shutout in game. Yeah, Maybe exactly. not a shutout, but he looked pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, so we have there. Now we're going to move on to the West, which I think is our last last series. Um, Colorado sweeps the St. Louis Blues. Uh, McKinnon had nine point six goals, three assists. <clears throat> they won four one six three five one and five two. Uh, we have some things that we kind of have to break down here. Before the series, Ryan O'Reilly said that they were going to beat the Abs. They ended up not winning at all. Gabe Landeskog was asked if that was uh, motivation. He said yes. My question for you, Hal, is Ryan O'Reilly going to hate hockey again? And is he now going to be going to the Tampa Bay Lightning where they'll put him on the cap? And come playoff time, the factor's back. No, dude. I, unfortunately, I think the factor's going to be uh, in St. Louis for a while. I don't how, think how much does he hate hockey right now, though? <laughs> I mean, he's probably pretty pissed. Like, tough look. And I think I saw a quote, too, come out from him. He was like uh, – he basically said they were the better team this year. He's like, no shit, dude. Like, They dominated. He said that we got dominated. And at, and at how – and at what point can you no longer make predictions? Like, is it one and done? If your prediction's wrong, are you not allowed to throw out any more predictions? Like, I heard all – You're caught. I, yeah, I heard a lot of people say because he's won a cup before, he's allowed to make predictions like that, but it was a dumb one. Uh, and he didn't make the prediction when he won the cup, like Mark Messier. So let's not even begin to compare Brian O'Reilly to fucking Mark Messier. Please and thank you. Uh, yeah, and I think, too, I don't know if you want to talk about this series, but like the, obviously we'll get into Kadri, but the Avs pumped them. Like, they are who we thought they They're were. They're so even, good, dude. They're so even, fast. I also think, like, the Blues kind of stink, and I think the Blues were the 16th seed technically in this tournament. Like, they had the lowest amount of points. Like, Bro, the abs are so fast. That Even, like, Nishnuchkin, Nishnuchkin, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Fast as shit. They're, I don't all, they're all so fast. Like, they're all the fastest kids alive. And Don then you the fact that, uh, like, Landeskog's fight on Shen, like. Sick. That's at the top. How, of how can he series. throw? Like, Braden, Braden Shen's a. Really good fighter. Like I feel like people think he's kind of like a finesse dude, but he's got that like Western Hockey League in him, and he can throw. And Landeskog was feeding him. Like yeah, captains do captain things, dude. That's what yeah. it comes down to. Like Gabe Gabe Landeskog. What a sick name, by the way, and a, a fucking beautiful human. Like that guy. If I had to trade lives with anybody in the NHL, he'd probably be in my top three. I think is wasn't he like his favorite player Forsberg, and now he's an Av. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Sometimes, like, really cool shit happens to cool people. I'll let you know if it ever happens to me. What about bad shit happening to bad people? Uh, I mean, Kadri did just get suspended eight games. Uh, good segue. <laughs> just absolutely dummies, Justin Falk. Like, like <laughs> what? And then the classic, what did I do? 
Uh, he ended up getting suspended eight games. I'm okay with the suspension. I mean, dude, you can't. It's every fucking playoff. Did he not just go on spin chicklets and they asked him if he's going to get suspended? He's like, no, absolutely not. I'll try not to. That lasted a game. Can't control himself, dude. I think he just gets too excited in the moment. Um, it was a stupid hit. Like So I, dumb. There was no reason. There, oh, my God. There was no reason for that hit. They were already winning. And then you put your team on a five-minute penalty kill. Luckily, the St. Louis only scored once. But, like, bro, what the fuck, man? I love how he's currently appealing too. He's, love he's that. Trying to get a, a good appeal going, but like, bro, you're you're Nazem Kadri. Like they just like the Department of Player Safety just messed up with Tom Wilson. Do you think they're gonna let you slide? Like, no. It's the New York Rangers effect again. Times five. You guys really. It's probably the most uh, you've had your hands on the playoffs and the impacts like in a long time. Yeah, and have you seen like people pulling the race card that he got suspended eight times because he's not white? There's like tweets going out about shit like that. No, like, I, shut up, dude. Shut the fuck up. Like he he's done this a billion times. And, it's, and dude, what sucks is he's such a good fucking player, dude. Like I love the way he plays the game. Like he plays fucking hard, and he's super talented, like and skilled. Like you can tell that. But to me, if I'm the Avalanche, I sit him down and I ask him why he thought he needed to throw that hit. There was literally no reason for that hit to be thrown. They were up big. You don't need to go fucking flying across and drill some dude in the head. It made no sense. And they're about to play. They're probably about to play the Golden Knights uh, in a seven-game series. I think Kadri would be pretty big to them to go over uh, what you were saying too. Fucking Baruby was another uh, coach that was bitching about the refs. That's Craig Baruby's oldest trick in the book. I think he had a quote talking about like how many penalties uh, the Blues had compared to the Avs. It's like brother. The Avs have the puck 75% of the time. Of course, you're taking more fucking penalties. You never have the puck. You're getting worked every game. If you're a coach and you're complaining about the penalties in a series when you're getting fucking swept in the first round, like, get over yourself. Yeah, it's tough luck. I think this is the year of just coaches complaining about refs. Yeah, and that's supposed to be for Twitter, too. Yeah. Um, and, like, we, maybe we the refs, I don't know if you agree with this. Maybe the refs have sucked, but like if there's one thing the refs are consistent at, it's sucking, sucking. at yeah. both teams. Yeah. They're not sucking more towards one team than the other. They're just Bro, they could have gave St. Louis fucking 20 power plays and they wouldn't have won this series. Yeah, no chance. Like they, they were that good. Ryan Graves was fucking great. Kale McCarr was unreal. He keeps doing that fucking weird thing that blew on that Biz Dev loves talking about. McKinnon's so fast. Rantanen. I mean, Randon should have had another, I think, four or five goals that Bennington robbed. Bennington, by the way, I'm so out on this guy. Oh, do you see him acting tough again? Oh, my God, dude. And then I love Grubauer. He's like, yeah, he can do whatever he wants to do. I'm just going to focus on my job and not stopping pucks. Like, that was kind of like a fucking pretty sick chirp, I think. Yeah, I don't – I there's just something about Jordan Bennington where he can't act tough. I normally love a goalie that likes to throw, but it's like – Bro, you're going to go after Philip Grubauer right now in this series you guys are getting worked in? Like, no chance, Bennington. I'm trying to think there's anybody on the Blues that kind of impressed me. Cairo, that kid can fucking play. He's fast. He can play. He's really good. Um, apparently, David Prawn, what, did I get the name right? Yeah. Uh, he didn't play this series because I think COVID. Uh, Tarasenko had a couple goals today. But, I mean – it's not even against the Blues, dude. The Blues, I think the Blues still probably would have been the Rangers if the Rangers were in the playoffs. But, like, dude, it it's going to take a special group of guys to get together to beat that fucking Avalanche team. They're that good. Agree, but I think no Kadri next round hurts. Like, that's yeah. going to be when they're their most vulnerable. And if it is, uh, well, I guess we can just get into it. If yeah. it is the Knights, yikes. 
Vegas, Vegas, Minnesota, Vegas is up three, one leading goal scorer stone and uh, stone has four. Tuck has three. Uh, Eck. I suppose the last name EK didn't know that he only has two mini took the first game one, nothing. And then Vegas three, one Vegas. Five, Erickson, Vegas his, name's four, John, his name's Jonathan Erickson. Erickson is his best name, bro. Well on the thing, it just said X. So sorry. Um, <laughs> This was like another series that I really wish Minnesota was going to win, but not a chance. Vegas has too much power, dude. So my thing, game one, Cam Talbot stands on his head. And I remember when we predicted this series, I said, I said, I don't know why or how it could happen, but if Cam Talbot stands on his head, they'll win this series. I thought he was going to do it. He did it for game one, came back to kind of down to reality. Game three, though, that was the one to me. They were up 2-1. Uh, and then, like, the Knights just started fucking scoring nonstop. And it was at that point when they blew that lead late in that game, I knew there was absolutely no chance that the Wilds were probably going to win this series, even though it's not over. Um, it's over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Alex talked to me. He had a couple of goals in game two. I think you said he's leading their team in points. He looks great. You have, like, the Stone-Stevenson penalty killing line. I don't. It looks like they're just another class. Like the Wild were a good story this year and a good team, but they just don't have enough. Uh, Vegas is fucking good, dude. They're fast. They hit hard. Their their game's always flowing, dude. There's never not flow to their game. You ever notice that? Like I've never watched a Vegas game and the game's choppy. Never. And- yeah, no, I agree with that. And they and then they obviously can throw the body around too on their bottom line. So you mentioned them, right? White Cloud looks good. Love um, White Cloud. Although at the same time, man, like, how is Nick Holden still in the NHL? I don't understand that one. I think he was like a backup, and someone must be injured because he usually doesn't. That's play what him. happened. Yeah, and then Holden gets thrusted into your lineup as the seventh defenseman. Always a scary feeling. I feel like he's someone that can just get exposed by better teams. Like, I think, I just think they're more flawed uh, than the Abs, and that's why I felt like the Abs losing Kaji is just gonna kind of fuck them over a little bit. It'll be a great series. I think it's that's gonna be a sick series. That might be one of the best series, I think, in the playoffs this year. Wild and seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and that's kind of what we had there. Um, that was our first round kind of rip. And now we are going to kind of close it out. We'll do a little bit of Dominic Morris, heroes and zeros. Um, oh, actually, one other thing Steve Camper signing a deal with the KHL team in the middle of a fucking playoff push, dude. I, I found out today that he's actually injured and not available because I was scared they were going to start Stevie Camper. Okay. So he's injured. So crisis averted. But still, it was kind of suspect that I was like, Steve Camper's in the press, press box signing with like the Coonland Red Star or some shit or the KHL. Like, can't you wait to pull the trigger? Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. All right. Dominic Moore, series and zero. Hey, so fans. Bad. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. Sorry, I cut you off. What are you happy about? No, that's it, dude. I a Positive vibes. I'm not going to trash Steve Camper. He had a great NHL career. I wish him the best. Okay. Uh, heroes and Zeros time. I'm gonna Mine will be really quick. My hero of the week, Don Moore called the playoff game. Listened to him the other night. Forget what game it was. He sounded good. Um, really happy for him. We're, we're a pro Don Moore podcast, so it's always nice seeing that, you know, good things happen to good people. Positivity. So shout out to Don Moore. My zero of the week. The Rangers are like supporting the Knicks. I'm cool with that. They came out with all these posts of like Rangers in like Knicks jerseys. I might get a Knicks jersey, like a Lafreniere Knicks jersey. But one of the pictures they had was Benajad and he cut like his Under Armour sock and made it look like an arm sleeve. And like it's clear as day that's what he did. That's what he did. And people on Twitter are like, oh my God, how funny is that? Look what he did. Is that funny, dude? 
He probably did it to be funny. Is it funny? Do you think it's funny? No, I think it's the dumbest shit in the world. So you, you're mad? You're not happy? Was you didn't I'm like? Not, I'm not mad cutting up crusty socks and putting them on his arm, dude. Not happy about it. That's an interesting take, dude. I didn't think right. about it. I mean, it seemed like he was just trying to get like in the New York Knicks spirit. No. Okay, dude. I thought we were doing positive vibes, Dan. Yeah, you're right, dude. It's hard to have a zero then, dude. That's fair. I mean, you said it. You didn't like the joke. You thought his crusty sock was I didn't like the joke, dude. Stand by your fucking... I didn't like the joke. What's your... You only have a hero. What's your hero of the week? Uh, Save for your park. You tweeted out a link. Look it up if you want to help. Troy, New York. It's a local rink. A lot of kids learn how to play hockey there. They had a lot of uh cool programs too uh for like underprivileged kids learn how to play hockey it's this old ass rink it's a sacred um it's cold as fuck it's, it's right on a golf course but it's it's like a public muni golf course it's not like a country club and has a bar attached yep. it's not like your average like bar attached though it's almost like a dive bar but they have they've got the rink on the tv and the bar for the parents so that's a nice nice perk and then like summertime if you play beer league there's always like a yankees game on or in the winter, they always had whatever like New York hockey team was on. So it was just a rink I grew up playing at. Cold as shit. You couldn't feel your toes. Uh, first rink I ever showered with the boys at. It's a monumental moment, I think. It is. Um, mine, yeah. was Union, mine was Union College. boy. Yeah. So if you if you can, uh, find, go to our page or Twitter. Click on it and donate. I never donate to, to those charity things. What's oh, yeah. it called? GoFundMe, uh, GoFundMe. Dude, bro. I don't think I've ever signed into GoFundMe. I don't know if that's fucked up of me to say, but I just have never yeah, funded anybody. It's fine. Um, I'll do it. So this might be the first because it's near and dear in my heart. So, hero of the week, save for your park. Save fucking for your park. And you want to know what, guys? Playoff hockey's back. It's been so much fun to watch. It's, I don't know, man. Like I, I love watching hockey, but there's just something about playoff hockey. Like obviously, it's more exciting because it's playoffs. But these guys play for. I think they play so much fucking harder, and they play so much faster. And like, it's my favorite. So. That's what we had on the podcast. Hey, real quick, zero. I do want to throw this out there. A quick zero of the week. You don't even have to comment on it. Uh, people who yell at other beer league players to pass the puck. That's a tough look. Um, like maybe get the puck yourself. Okay. I can appreciate that. I am not going to comment on this, but yes. Stand up for your man. Yeah, that's it. Uh, good podcast. Don't yell at guys in beer league. That's fucking crass. It's crass. And Can I Brands, TMS25, saved 25% off your order. That's canibrands.com. Uh, Hal, anything else? That's it, dude. All right. Also, make sure you're watching Mayor Town. That's what I'm going to go do right now. So thank you guys for hopping in, and we will talk to you next week.